0: Welcome to the Vet Church podcast where the stories are sacred. To learn more about Vet Church, visit www.vetchurch.com. Hey, welcome to the Vet Church video here with Shannon Book and uh ha, we did it again. You want to catch the 4 4-minute four interlude before you got to go online and watch us either on <laughs> Shannon's page or whatever this is for the podcast. True story. Um so
1: um so I'm a veteran so and, I made, and I made ice cream. And you made ice cream.
0: Wait, do you want to talk about your tattoos? Oh, you sure. some Really cool tattoos. Sure. Yeah, like start with, ta- you know.
1: I uh, I love ink. I may or may not be addicted to ink. Um, and I'm pretty sure you you were literally pointing out uh, my infidel tattoo. I have it on both arms. Oh, you do. I didn't I have see it, it over there. I have it in English and in Arabic uh-huh. uh, in the event that you can't read. Have either you played why? for
0: the Infidels? Have you in and did a show for the MC? The, the MC? Motorcycle? Yeah. The no, motorcycle. I haven't. I haven't,
1: have but I know a lot of those they guys. They
0: pulled me in. That's where I started playing for the Infidels. I,
1: I like those guys. I know a yeah, lot man. of those people. Um, there are a
0: lot of those people are our people. It's our tribe.
1: Well, of course. Of yeah. course. Um, most of them are. Um, so, so I love ink. And uh, everything I have has, has has meaning behind it. Like, I don't have a piece of art on me that doesn't have a purpose. Yeah. You know? Um, I think I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah like, well, like, why would you, like...
0: All my stuff has something. Like, I'm just
1: going to go get a bunch of Flash and be cool. <laughs> <Not> why? why? <laughs> okay. Like, it's... Now, if you're going to do Sailor Jerry-themed, like, Flash, like, it's cool. Like, now you're... But you know Sailor Jerry, the singer?
0: Yeah. I do. Yeah, I've yeah. played a show or two with her.
1: Yeah, she's a great girl. She's yeah. she's funny. She's, there's also
0: a great bourbon called Sailor Jerry.
1: True story. And this is a picture. It's a rum. The, it's actually it's a rum. It's a rum. And that's what it's you're
0: referring to is the well, Sailor Jerry. Sailor
1: Jerry style freaking, yeah, Sailor yeah. Jerry style art. Absolutely. So, so, but for me, personally, like my art is personal. Yeah. Everything I have is personal, you know. Um I think I think my f- one of my favorites is um, I came up with a <laughs> there was a statement made at one time I don't want to necessarily take I mean I did I came up with it but we came up with uh, nothing comes without sacrifice and this is it in Latin and we, uh, we had it tattooed in Latin awesome man yeah
0: so we we who's we
1: uh, a band called vetted that I was with
0: yeah was t- uh, everybody in vetted got it
1: uh everybody but the drummer
0: and that's why the yeah. band is no longer around yeah well <laughs> it's not I it's know. not the drummer's fault. I know, but I like know. I'm just messing we uh
1: we just had some some creative differences and we just like we like you know and I was going through some really really bad stuff and I was in a really toxic relationship uh that didn't help out with us at all um we there's a lot of things we didn't see eye to eye on. Um, well, a band and, is is yeah
0: an incredibly hard relationship because you have individuals who are in a relationship trying to relate with thousands of people at one time, right? Without being and it's almost a faux relationship, but it's not because the words are so pure and so important. Sure. And it's personal. It's very personal, and yet at the same time... It's a time, business, but it's personal. Yeah, and then it's there a has to be money. Right. you got to get to the same... Well, it's just like the stress of getting to one place. Like us doing... We did two shows this last week, and you got to be there at a certain time right. to, eat, to do the show or the show is over. Right. And am sure. um, like, you know, it's like... Right. It's hard. It's hard yeah. to just pull off this whole nightmare of just setting up. Let's just yeah. talk about just setting up. Oh, that's yeah, that's... Dad.
1: That in itself is, is annoying, especially if you're doing it with a four piece band. Yeah, like yeah, the bigger it is, the worse oh, it gets. Yeah. You gotta set up a drum kit, you gotta set up sound for your freaking guitars, you and got so two a guitars band, and a bass and you got microphones and,
0: and then you got the people sitting in the back going, Oh, ooh, that needs to go down and this needs to go up.
1: If you have one. And if sometimes you sometimes you're sometimes then, you're yeah, doing it on the fly yourself. and
0: doing it by yourself. Somebody out there is yelling. Turn the bass up!
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Or you like you have to walk around with your wireless kit, going, "Hey, can you speak on that microphone so I can play my guitar and hear what's going on, Blah blah blah. Yeah. It's there's a lot of dynamic that goes through it. It's not something that just you just throw together. Like most people don't realize. Well, there's there's a lot of production behind their favorite artists. How or long were you guys together and fatted? Two and a half,
0: three years, almost three. That's years. a long time for a band yeah. to have made it. Yeah. I mean, and you guys did big stuff. You played the Whiskey Gogo. You played. Yeah,
1: we uh, we played some pretty good stuff. We, we you know we played like our our biggest show was uh, the Invictus Games in 2016 in Orlando, Cal- and in Orlando, Florida, uh, for Prince Henry and his Invictus Games.
0: That's awesome.
1: That was killer. Yeah, that was man. awesome. Sixty thousand people in the ESPN Center. Yeah, it was amazing. I'll ne- listen. I'll never. I will never. i be like. I don't know if I'll ever get to that again. <laughs> and if I don't, it's cool.
0: I don't know. I think I think now you're you've uh, well like we're talking about tattoos. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about getting to it again. Sure. Can you talk about what's written right there?
1: Oh yeah. So so on my thigh.
0: I'm, I'm going to move the camera. I'm going to tell this, you a story.
1: Tell you a little story behind so. this. This is a tattoo of a tattered piece of paper with some lyrics on it. Um. So I was asked to write a song for Gold Star Mothers <clears throat> in 2013, 2012, 2013. Uh, Rachel Jackson asked me to write a song for an event she was putting together for Gold Star Family members and Gold Star Mothers. And so I, uh, I don't know, like, I, and I had like eight months. And I was like, I have absolutely no f- idea what I'm going to write. Like, yeah. that's that's a heavy song. Like who? What do you say to a grieving mother who's lost their child to combat? What do you say? What do you say to that?
0: Or a gold star spouse?
1: Or a gold star spouse, dad, cousin, brother, sister, because they're all gonna
0: relate. Everybody. If you're writing the song for the mother. Well, and I say that
1: I say that every time I play it. Just remove mom and put brother, sister, uncle, dad, friend, brother, whatever.
0: Well, you know, in in two. Two of these vet church interviews ago, Becky Welsh, mm-hmm. she's a gold star wife, and we right. did this thing. And she, t- I mean, the, the, the interview, like almost wanted to cry. Sure. And um, but keep going, kids.
1: So, so what do you what do you say to a grieving gold star family member? What do you say? Like, like you know, blah 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 blah. How do you how do you express something that you want that person to hear? And so it took me. I don't know. Like it probably took me. Three months for it to even hit me, and I was driving down. I don't even remember which freaking road in Jacksonville, North Carolina, I was driving down, but I came to the end of it, and I was sitting at a stoplight, <clears throat> and I just cleaned out my Jeep Wrangler, and all I had sitting in there was a Sharpie on my dashboard. Yeah. And it popped it in my head the letter to my mom in my pocket in the event that I didn't come home. And so the first verse literally hit me right there at that stoplight. And I'm looking for something to write on. I'm thinking about writing it on the windshield, this, and that, and the other. I pull up my shorts leg.
0: And you wrote it right and there? And I wrote
1: the first verse of the song on my thigh. So my girlfriend, for my birthday this last year, amazing woman that she is, she is love you, honey. Lazy. Love you. Yeah. I love you, babe. Christina Isaac, I love you. Um, she, she had, she bought me a tattoo, and she bought this tattoo on my thigh to commemorate that's the writing cool. of that song. That,
0: that's not poorly done. That's well done. Yeah. That means yeah. Cost oh, it costs money. It wasn't
1: cheap. Cost money. <laughs> it wasn't cheap. Eric, thanks, man. You're awesome. I love you, Eric. You're awesome. It's a good freaking piece of art. We are going to come over and do some more artwork. Promise. But Yeah. So, so, um, but the song's about the letter in your pocket to your mom or anybody else that, in case you don't come home from war. Yeah. and it's and it's it's more about closure. It's about closure instead of pity.
0: Well, and I remember when you played it Friday night. You know, we had what is a hundred something people in that show, and and people were stopping. You know, we we're at a bar. Some people are there to listen to us. Some people are there to have a beard with our buddy, you know. We were at a brewery, at a at brewery, brewery. Yeah, you know. at, <laughs> at a, a brewery bar. Brewery. Oh, that was yeah. good stuff. And and people stopped and they were looking. Yeah. And you could see in people's faces that this was a I mean, brewery. I have no, I have
1: absolutely have no idea because I don't like when I'm playing, like I'm yeah. not even there. I was
0: watching, you know. Like I'm I, not yeah. even there and like I'm was like, like, like Well, in in like it's interesting cuz like Dave Peters has got like wearing the Episcopal Veterans Fellowship. His first book was called Death Letter yeah god sex and war or war god and sex i don't know how you put it but sure. it's about this letter that he wrote right and he was a marine at the time right you know and you you were a corpsman taking care of marines oh yeah and like you guys are doing this stuff like and then people did this stuff you know like without yeah. being told like nobody's going hey bob write a letter to your spouse in case you die. they're doing it you know yeah. and some um, people
1: didn't some people did just yeah. depends on who you
0: were well and it, it, what you
1: believe and what you what yeah. you want to pass on. Like some people well, I'm not gonna do it because whatever, I'm not I'm not gonna die or
0: I'm you know Yeah, because that's a step toward the yeah. superstitions, whatever, Right, right, right. whatever but, that is. But it's incredible to me that like you you know, we were at the show, you had shorts on, you pulled up your leg and said, Hey, you told that story sure. and you said, Just go ahead and substitute and I'm listening to you talk about it, and I'm thinking I'm back to my own days of being with informing people that their spouses have died oh yeah cackle cards yeah or cackle calls cackle calls uh yeah next of kin yeah miserable and, um, I hate him and it, a, and it, you know Chaplin does this yeah and it's uh and, the, and I thought the song was so fitting and like in your voice is like it's like it's this it's like it's the pain of rock and roll like I've tried to sound like you're just natural like I told you this you know like yeah. you've got you know where, where I've, like, worked my butt off to just, like, teach myself something. It seems like, like, sitting there with you is, like, so natural. Like, if y'all haven't heard, what's the name of this song? It's called Dear Mom. Dear Mom. Yeah. Y- y'all, that's a, um, it's an important song. I yeah. mean, it's important enough to put ink on your skin. Yeah. And uh, ink, we're talking about ink. Yeah, it's, it's permanent. It's permanent. So, I see the. Uh, the Soldier's Cross? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so Mike Pyro, great tattoo artist out in LA, um, did this first piece for me. He did yeah. actually did both of these pieces. He did them separately, but oh, Mike, really? yeah, they seem to go so well. Well, together. they they literally and he literally blended them at the time. Like so, initially, I was like, I want to get a sailor's, I want to get a soldier's cross. Yeah. Um, field cross, whatever you want to call it. Like you you soldiers, fields, what it marine, soldier, airman, whatever. Like pfft, we're all troops, it doesn't matter. Um so I wanted to get a field cross. And our buddy Mitch was like, dude, I know this dude. It's a badass tattoo artist out in LA on freaking Melrose. And he's like, we're going to go blah, 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 blah. We had just played for Oakley or getting ready to play for Oakley. We were getting ready to play for Oakley um, at a big, I don't know, whatever um, at Oakley. And uh, so I went in and I was like, all right, yeah, man. He's like, blah, 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 blah. So I, so he's like, I'm like, I want a soldier's cross or a field cross. And I said, I want the bottom of it. I wanted to say walking the line because that's what walking the line means to me. Like this is literally what Johnny Cash was talking about for me. You know, when you walk the line, you're walking the line. I love it that you've personalized that's, you know. Yeah, totally. So I mean, so that's what I so I so so he did, did that and the next year we go back out for the NAM Convention, National Association of Music Merchants. Mm-hmm. Um and we go see Mike again. And I'm like, hey dude, there's this freaking awesome piece on this freaking t shirt. It's a medic's t shirt. It's a you know Navy Corpsman medic T shirt, 7.62 design shirt. And I said, I want a dead medic right at the bottom of that cor- at that cross. And he goes, done. And he drew it in freaking Sharpie.
0: And then was like done. Now, do you you know, we're personally, you can just say I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Do you feel like you're the dead medic sometimes? Sometimes.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes I sometimes I feel like I'm the dead medic. Sometimes I feel like I. Sometimes I. I mean to be honest, like I, I like. If you know me, I don't bullshit anybody. I just don't care. I don't yeah. care to bullshit anybody. Like I'm over it. Wait, like, it's, it's a waste of time. Yeah. Like yeah. what? Like it? Like it's? It's not just a waste of time. It's a waste of energy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we all have so much.
1: Right. So like, why bullshit you? Like pff, whatever. Uh-huh. So. Uh, I do. Sometimes I feel like I am the dead medic and sometimes I feel like I want to be the dead medic. Sometimes I feel like I deserve to be the dead medic. Yeah. You know, um, it's just, you know, there are so many, there are so many friends that I don't have because of combat or because of suicide. Um, you know, like one of my best friends like drank himself to death in an extended stay hotel you know great freaking Navy Corpsman like awesome dude spec ops dude you know had way too much black stuff in his head couldn't get rid of it couldn't get rid of it
0: and he 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 drank
1: himself to death he drank himself to death can you imagine how horrible that is
0: well I I watched that movie yeah well and, and it's like Yeah. The reality of it, okay, so so the reality of a movie and and I think this is important for for folks to to think about. In the movies you don't smell. There's nothing. In the movies, you don't taste. Yeah. When when Nicholas Cage, for the world to see, demonstrates what's going on in a man that tips up a bottle and drinks the whole bottle of vodka. It's burning your throat. It's entire. burning your system, mm-hmm. and the guy in his mind is in so much pain mm-hmm. that the burning of your entire organs mm-hmm. doesn't matter.
1: Well, you know, you know what you know what they embalm you with, right? Embalming fluid is formaldehyde or formalin, or it's just a high percentage of alcohol. Yeah. So literally, and it, what it does is it literally turns your organs and your body into rubber yeah it rubberizes you so literally that's what that's what it was doing that's what he did he literally basically turned his organs into rubber
0: and it's a, and, it's and, a slow process And the weird thing is yeah it's it's slow it's painful mm-hmm. and miserable and our friends are doing this yeah you know it's like I, the line of that uh, the song i wrote Drama my on a cd i gave you is about a girl named ellis and yeah. It says, she partied till the substance stopped her breathing. Yeah. Like, you think about this. Yeah. Just keep going and going because you can't take any more. Yeah. And, and at first, we want to feel good. Like, yeah. you know, first yeah. you first you get, you get go to the VA and they give you some pills. Mm. Like, we're all on board. Like, everybody, the doctors, everybody's on board with the same thing. We want you to feel better because that's like, what they ask you. I just they say, want to feel better. They say, Shannon, how are you feeling? Miserable. Okay, we'll take these. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, I mean, like, and by the time I hit 14 of these a day, <laughs> and then one doc comes to me, it's like, you're going to die. Yeah. Like, who's he? And I think he got, I, I don't even know if he works there anymore because he told me that if they were to find out I'm doing this, we are fired. And, yeah. and, um, because I had to use a substance that grows out of the ground that God made, that was natural, that doesn't Cannabis. Hurt me. Cannabis. Mm. Woo. Mm, crazy. And, and tomorrow we're doing a. A friend of yours owns a CBD shop. Yeah. Bear down here. I'm doing an interview. Hemp with him. and
1: cannabinoids. Cannabinoids, absolutely. And like I'm sitting
0: here because I I've, I've take I take CBD. Sure. As much as I can. Yeah. Um, it works. And it's weird because like six hours after I take it, like I'm in pain again. So it's actually, it's working, but it shows that it's working because I go take it and then my pain goes away. Like, oh my goodness, and it doesn't hurt me. And I can drive my car. and You can walk. And I can walk. Now, until I get to Colorado or back to Florida where I got my little card, I don't sleep very well at night. Sure. I feel horrible for you guys out here in Texas about that, but... <laughs> so do we. Yeah, I know, right? Like, just... oh. But, it's, but we're, we're choosing not to be criminals. We're choosing well, of course. to do the right thing. We're choosing... Because it's a choice. Yeah. And, it is. And, and it's like... The friends that we've lost through suicide. Everything in life is a choice. Everything. It is, man. Everything in life is a choice. And how do we honor them? How do we honor your friend... Who goes to an extended stay hotel? How do we honor them? By by saying to folks, hey, folks are in pain. Yeah. People are in real pain. And we can do something about it. Yeah. Well, you know what I used to do? I used to
1: just I used to just lament and 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 sit and like I used to like deep I mean and not not necessarily mourn, but I used to um I don't know. How do how do I say this? I used to destroy myself because I felt like I needed to be where they were. Yeah. Or I, or I needed to whatever, like I felt like I deserved to be what they
0: are. Mhm. You know. Um that well, makes a lot of sense because when I especially when I was on all those pills, oh, I was very suicidal. Like you know, me and Kate would argue about the worth of me being alive. I'm, I'm actually like, I remember when the bulk of my SGLI money was running out. Like if I if I taken yeah. my life, yeah. she was gonna get like a, it's like a million something dollars. And I was sure. like, listen, you can. I picked out a porch I went online and found this really cool porch I said, you could honor me by driving this around. <laughs> yeah. you could just pay for it in cash. You know, like yeah, just pay for I'm it gonna and, and die. And just, You'll get all this money. Yep. And and Kate was like, you're. Freaking crazy. Yeah. Most, I don't think she said it that kindly. She oh yeah, was, yeah. She was probably
1: okay, <laughs> probably not so sweet about it, I'm yeah. sure.
0: And it, But it's hard. It's hard not to think, um, it's not hard not to think like that.
1: Well it's hard it's hard not to it's hard not to be negative when you're living amongst a bunch of negativity.
0: And there's a lot of negativity. Oh yeah. Listen, so I it's
1: funny that you say that. So so I had some really amazing. Aftercare, when I was diagnosed with PTS and and traumatic brain injury and and major depressive disorder, and these are all obviously labels that I was given. Yeah, that's what sticking you in a box. Almost. Right, that's what the DSM says. Blah yeah. blah 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 blah. Here's what it is, and here's what we're going to do. And thanks
0: for Mary for really pointing this out.
1: True story. Absolutely. And you know, so you know, so the DSM, you know, um, like I don't want to get too deep into it. The DSM is 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 a bunch of psychotherapists getting together and voting on what should be on the spectrum here and what what do we call this part it of the is a, spectrum? It is a vote. It is. Yeah. It's li- there's no science at all. None.
0: None whatsoever. Well, and, and there was no science when they asked me. They said, Matt, how, do you, how feel? do you feel? Is that what they said to you? Oh yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel? And I, you know, I've got a doctorate degree, so I I can really get into feelings and emotions. Oh yeah. So all I just think. lay it out there, <laughs> and so they give me. All of, all of yeah it's like all of the oh drug we've regiment. got a problem right here <laughs> yeah
1: well and you know and you know so so i've got all these labels now and i've got all these diagnoses um and all this all these icd-9 codes 10 codes that are associated with my name and my my service and and, and the things that i've done and then the the prescribed method of of treating the ailment is here take another pill. here
0: another here. oh that one's here. not working enough
1: well yeah or, or hey it's not working enough let's bump it up like I was on a 300 milligrams of a fixer at one point
0: that's like shooting a cannon at a truck yeah man it's illegal to do in war mm-hmm. all right well yeah. maybe not that but it's illegal to shoot like a, a <laughs> person with a 50 right, count. with a 50 cal yeah. right and it's so, illegal yeah so because so, it's inhumane it's inhumane. we'll, we'll like, give you all these pills
1: <laughs> we'll shoot near you and blow your arm off but it's cool whatever um <laughs> so but so so i'm i'm taking like and i can sit here and list them effects are clonopin trazodone
0: uh, uh the blue pill have sex because yeah because well, none of that because you
1: can't like none of that shit works when you're I, I, on all this throat like, I was taking 14 drugs. I took 14 drugs
0: for four years. That's even longer than me. Four years. 14 a day. How, now, how long did it take you to get off?
1: It took me like a
0: year and a half, and there would be like lightning shooting down my arms. Did you feel any of that? Or like what, no, It was worse for me because
1: I just quit cold turkey. What? <laughs> yeah, it was the dumbest thing I ever did true story no doctor helped Oop, you through it nothing. no i i retired and i just decided that i was like i was getting my medication from the va and i decided i was like i'm done with this shit. i can't i can't i'm, I'm so tired i'm so tired of not feeling anything i'm so tired of not feeling shit.
0: and it didn't kill you to get off oh mm, almost i haven't
1: gotten there yet okay so but i got so tired of not feeling anything that i just wanted i wanted to feel i didn't care if it's pain or nothing i didn't care hit me punch me burn me something yeah. i yeah. want to feel something
0: yeah because with all that being, stuff you can't feel I'm like tired it. of
1: being a zombie yep i'm tired of being a zombie so i just decided i was gonna quit so i did and then i purposed that with alcohol and me and alcohol were like best friends for about a year after and and that destroyed a marriage, uh, you know, kids, house, blah, 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 blah. Um lots of relationships. I ended up literally going batshit crazy. Like and I spent and so I spent the next like I called a buddy of mine and I was like, dude, I need to go somewhere. I need some I gotta I can't. I gotta uh, whatever, like I can't even form a sentence. Like I was tweaking. Tw- like it was like like everything was just my body was. And you know, you think about being off of something like that for a year, you'd be okay. No, just fact, the fact that I went off cold turkey
0: in the first place.
1: No, I see, and I, I would not. I would smart. cut
0: the pills down, mm-hmm. and I had a doctor helping me. Oh yeah, and it's still. Well, you'd think I would know better as
1: a as a Navy corpsman. However, like nobody really understands psychotropic medications, including the people who prescribe them. Yeah, like we're now we're learning. But well, they, they haven't, haven't done
0: studies on them. Oh, no, why would they? Why
1: would they? Why would they? That's a big money maker. Okay, what was it? what were the it's like a lollipop? What like it's the, the best money see? maker in the candy industry. What were the books that Mary gave us? Yeah. Oh man, I've got all of them. There, there's tons of them.
0: because we're not just making this. stuff No, like up. this is all
1: real. Like we're like this is all. You know mary beaton may or may not have opened a lot of people's eyes to psychotropic medications and big pharmacology
0: and 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 psychotherapy and and she does it through a group right now she's got a so we went and there was a thing called tahitu Mm -hmm. and tahitu fell apart and like we never met there met there right but we're like when somebody helps you like that, you just fall in love. Like, and, sure. and like, things fell apart because money's involved. Whatever. And sometimes that happens. People, people, and so, people are fickle. And, and so Mary went and started up another group. So Tahiti still exists and they're doing a ton of stuff with folks sure. that have, um, been sexually assaulted and all that. Yes. And Mary's still doing like this drug, I mean, helping people understand what's going right. on. Warfighter call Warfighter Advance. Mm-hmm. So warfighter Advance. you can just go on there and check it up. Um, check it out it's man it's like what because there's there's books there's real books like we're not making yeah, it this up. is not it, this is not yeah there's no this is not like it's not like we're sitting here and it's part of our lives fabricating shit yeah i can't go back and like nobody's paying us so why would we fabricate fabricating it we're talking about it because there's some guys sitting in a living room right now i mean i've i've went to their houses and they've shown me 20 pills and i'm like what the hell yeah. and, like last week a guy showed me lithium oh yeah you know, know like, that is?
1: it's a battery acid
0: yeah that's what he says he's like He's like, battery acid. He's like, they give me this for PTSD. I was like, what? He's like, because this and this and this wasn't working, so now they've moved me to lithium. And I'm like, and this is this is a respected thing. Taking man. battery acid once a day. Once a day. And it's gonna and he, he stopped taking it because he was like, after a while it was making me do real weird things. And they wonder why we all end up with Parkinson's and shit. Battery acid? Let's go sure it'll affect how you are.
1: The reality is all those drugs have a derivative battery acid in them anyway. Well, and you know, Mary said something.
0: Nothing that you stick in your mouth is gonna fix the trauma that you saw. Nope. Or the pain that you feel when you lose somebody. That includes alcohol. Anything. Nothing. Anything, Weed's no. not gonna do it. Nope. You don't do those things. You have to you
1: have to go through it and work through it. Yeah. I mean, there are things like and okay so so initially the medications in the world were initially created to be a buffer for people who are working through their trauma but then it got so overwhelming that it just became the
0: fix well it's it's like when hundreds of vets show up it's not that the VA is horrible. A lot of the people that work at the VA are caring people. Sure. The problem is the system is absolutely well, horrible. The it's broke. Broken. We've got, we've had vets kill themselves right around the corner in the <laughs> VA. Literally two weeks right ago, right down the street. Or was it a week ago? Right down the street, a week ago. I don't want to, I don't want to dishonor oh, yeah. that individual. It's right down this, right down the street. Can you imagine being in so much pain? You're at the doctor's office. And you just say, you know what? Screw it! And they put a gun somewhere to their body and bleed out. Shot
1: himself in the chest. Shot himself in the chest.
0: Like, you
1: have to be a it's you the, have to be you have to be in a lot of pain. In and I guarantee
0: that. you, the doctors there were horrified. Of course, there's no, there's nobody sitting at the VA going like, let's get these jokers. That's no. not what's going on. No. It's a system that's and it's overwhelmed. Like. Listen, we beat Listen, here's the
1: reality. After Vietnam, we came back. We we did a lot of research, we did a lot of work, and then right before we got we went over to, you know, to Iraq this last time, you know, we did a lot of of hemorrhage control research. So we beat we beat what killed us for the most part in Vietnam when all of those dead bodies came back. We beat it. We were beating hemorrhage control. So what happens? You have a shit ton of people Oh, that that's what coming you, home.
0: By hemorrhage control, we're talking about yeah. when we went over they gave you these little tourniquets that are in all our packs. i got two in the truck right now. Cat tourniquets? In the minivan. I'm not, I'm not in a truck. But, yeah, so everybody's got these things. Because what happens is, is it nine minutes, I think? Nine minutes a person dies from something the size of a BB. Mm-hmm. Could hit you, and you can bleed out, and because you're hot and tired, you don't even feel it, and you'll bleed. Mm-hmm. It's, this has happened to people that I knew that I helped care for their bodies mm-hmm. in the morgue before we sent them back to the states to Dover, a pinhole. to their a pinhole, man. Mm-hmm. Like I,
1: there was a small piece of, of of tertiary shrapnel into an
0: aorta, and you're done. And we've figured out that if you can find that and you can stop that bleeding, we've got the ways to stop it. Mm-hmm. But people we don't survive. But we don't have.
1: But then how do you take care of all the
0: trauma that's up, up here? It's up here. We don't have that. Cuz you can
1: fix all this. This is yep. all done with skin grafts and 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 artery grafts and 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 bypasses and all this other stuff. But then there's this. This not just this. This and this. Because this gets in the way of this. This is what's damaged. Yeah. This is the part it's not just your physical heart. And I'm smacking the mic, sorry. Uh, but it's not just your physical heart. But below your heart, behind your heart, wherever you want to call it, is your soul. And there's a really good book called
0: The War and Soul. War of the Soul. War of the Soul. Ed Tick. Yep, Ed Tick. Took me three months Great. to read. True it's, story. It's only this big. And it's hard to get through. Because you're going to cry.
1: Yeah. You're going to weep. But damn. For if you're does us. it make perfect sense? I can't believe you read that book. Man.
0: Oh, absolutely. Brother, that's absolutely. a great book. Are you kidding me? I have it on my phone. I would love to meet Ed Tick one day. Because so what he did for me. Yeah. And I had to do this after Afghanistan, before I went to Iraq, in between, working on my doctorate degree at Walter Reed. Mm-hmm. One of my teachers comes in. He puts this book in front of us. He, he passes out along the table. We're all sitting at the morning meeting. You know, mm-hmm. And he passes out these books. And he's like, read this book. Now every other book he's like, read this book and give me a report. This book he's like, read the book and talk to your supervisor. Right. And he doesn't put a time on it. Yeah. And if he put a time on it, I never would have read it. Yeah. Because I couldn't. Like I would, I would start reading, and I would see myself, and I would see my people, my tribe. And and he talks about Mm -hmm. we're a tribe. And what's going on in
1: that? Well, the reality. Let me break it down for you guys real quick. Like, so what? It, what the book, the book basically is, and it's and it explains all the way back to the beginning of time. We created a culture that is devised protection. Like, we have to have protection of somebody else wanting to take whatever we have. Fear, fear, yeah. So we create these warriors, and these warriors are designed to do. A specific thing. One specific thing. War. Fight. That's it. And that in itself, when you're taught, like and that's the problem with that's the problem with people leaving the military today. It's not, it's not emotional, you know, reckon recompense or it's not it's not, you know, being able to reintegrate into society. It's the fact that nobody teaches us How to, how to just be okay
0: with who we are. And and be a warrior, but not be mean, and, right? Not be aggressive, not well, be prejudiced, right? The reality is, right? That's hard. That's
1: hard, right? Like you walk into a gas station and all of a sudden you see somebody who looks Arabic, and all of a sudden like,
0: what the? Fuck? Well, you it helped you become that warrior, of course. They figured out that like using human silhouettes was better than paper tigers oh, paper didn't... tigers just turns shooting into fun. True story. But silhouettes helps you kill humans. True story.
1: I remember the first shot I took. It felt like it took forever. Probably milliseconds, but it felt like it took an hour. Because I wasn't taught to kill. My job was always to treat. But you still carried a weapon. Oh, of course I did.
0: Of course I did. Why wouldn't I? And as a corpsman, you're with the Marines, so you are a Marine at the moment. That's it. Like, I, I am...
1: I'm just as, like, and I'm dressed like they are. I'm, I'm doing the same work that they are, except for the fact that when things go bad, I'm the guy that puts, you know, everybody back gauze the, the bullet holes. You know? So, and that in itself. So, so, War of the Soul is basically letting people know that, hey, it's not just a wound of the mind or the heart. It is a soulistic Catastrophic injury, and it and it damages it damages like combat damages your soul. I don't give it. It doesn't matter whether you were sitting on a fob and somebody hit the freaking chow hall with a fucking one twenty two, or you're out there kicking indoors. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. Like PTS is relevant to the individual.
0: Period. Yeah. I mean, the, and what we're talking about is the just if I may. Yeah. The person that's putting the freaking, like, beans in the <laughs> On corn your out there. <laughs> yeah. And they never go outside the fob. Yeah. And, and within our within our tribe, people get, we, we berate each other. Like, oh, yeah. We make fun of each other. <laughs> Pansy, pogue. Yeah. Fobbit. Fobbit. But, <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, Vagine. even the people that are rear D and are hearing about their friends and have to go over and take care of whatever it is, every single piece of this machine was designed oh yeah for killing oh yeah because of fear of course and 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 what happens is all of us have to bear the emotional the spiritual scars to our souls sure to our beings to sure. the very fiber of our being right and and ed tick that book it's a great book Like, I urge you all to read it. Seriously. I really do too. If you've
1: ever experienced combat, or you've been in a combat zone, or you know somebody who has been to combat, Ed Tick, freaking War of the Soul. Like, read it. Like, it's probably one of the best books I've ever read. And I
0: probably need to read it again. I'm kind of afraid of that idea. <laughs> I am too. Is it on, is it on audio? Uh, like, Is somebody reading it? I have. No, no, no. I have it.
1: I just have it. I bought it on like Apple Books or iBook or Oh, so whatever. it's... All, yeah. Cause yeah.
0: I so got we're spending so much time in the vehicle right now that... like I, I you, most pro, It of my might vehicles, be.
1: It might be. Whoo, it might like, be an audiobook That would be some... I don't know if I can read it again. Yeah. I mean, it, it... Like, it brings a lot of things along. It
0: really made me realize that we are a tribe, too. Oh, yeah we have our own language we have our own food or you know like there's this yeah. whole way of approaching life sure and is it okay to be you know like he really goes into this idea of the question is is it okay to be a warrior who lays down his guns right and right. and it's you know because there's a lot of warriors running around going well I was I'm a veteran you know and I got this like gun at the house because I'm just waiting well, I got plenty of them for a, and... for a stateside kill or something and mm. it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous. That is ridiculous and it doesn't work. And then let's and and let and let you know what? Better yet, let's let's hope it happens so that we can like what it, no red dawn like yes, with kids. Fuck. But it's not. And the tragedy is, I don't want the American public no. to experience what's going on here. I don't want the other pastors. I mean there's absolutely no reason I don't want them to know what it's like to be a
1: chaplain in no. the army. No, there's absolutely no reason why the American soil should ever see that any of that none of it there's, there's no reason
0: and I think that's you know like somebody asked me like, what are you doing telling these stories and I thought well if we tell the stories if we talk and it's not edited and we're not on CNN and it's not on Fox and it's not on NBC and ABC and whatever the heck else is out there if it's not if it's just us talking
1: social media then people
0: <laughs> can
1: pick out what they want well, or, and they can hear, hear it for true. Hear, they're real. Yeah. Right.
0: hear, said, the, hear the real, yeah. And you said you said you got real. kids. Yeah. So one day your children will listen to this podcast piece. I hope so. And and or or this, and they'll know that like you're a real person, and yeah. it was because because at one time they're gonna have to think about war too. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It doesn't matter. Right. It's it happens every so many years, and like somebody hopefully like if if they had been doing this in the Civil War, maybe we would never went to Vietnam. Right. Or Korea what a horrible war oh yeah I mean you it's, know it's
1: you know it's really crappy is what most people like and here's the deal like most people think well you know peace 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 you know why can't we just be a peace Why can't we just be a peace? because there's always gonna be one asshole there's always gonna be one asshole that wants what you have I don't give a damn I don't care who you are just either get ready yep. to lay down your life or just whatever it doesn't matter at the end of the day just don't be afraid of it and just do what you have to do in order to protect it or die well, for it.
0: another great example of this is how many women have been raped. Absolutely. Holy yeah. shit. Like, let's let's just like bring it right home oh, yeah. to the local police department where there's all these unprocessed rape cases. Yep. I mean, that's just the simplest Absolutely. way of looking at it. And I'm thinking I want what myself, you have. I will fight to protect my wife. Absolutely. Till I'm dead. And, I may,
1: and, or, I may or may not kill a person for stupid shit like that,
0: and you know, and, it, and it's weird because like that's
1: that was not incriminating. I said may or may not. <laughs> Just saying, there was no incrimination there, at all. It's a it's a, it's a tough deal, man, because like
0: because we, you know, you move on, but you don't move on like it's over no no that's no. that's the great thing about it never disappears it just gets easier to cope with ed tick talks about is you're a warrior yeah you're always going to be a warrior.
1: you mm-hmm. know
0: it's like I, when i was at the national cathedral and we started asking about taking people through the national <sighs> Cathedral for this thing
1: this is before you say that this is prime example i carry it i carry it like i don't like i, I use it as a tool
0: well, you, but I also know what you're i allowed do. to carry it too, right? And no, I also know it's not illegal.
1: True story. No, but I also know how to use it. Yeah. If I have to, I don't ever want to have to use it ever again. Yeah. Or ever. I mean, I've never. I'm never. Well, hopefully, it's for
0: apples. It's true good, story. Good steak. Fact. Yeah. True story. That's why I would use it. Yeah. That's hopefully all I ever have to use it for. But you, you're a, a dad. You're a lover. You're a friend.
1: I'm going to protect what's mine,
0: and you're. That's a what I've been taught. Yeah, and so, so going to the National Cathedral thing, the uh, I, I, I was standing outside before we did the first pilgrimage that I went with the Episcopal Veterans Fellowship before Vet Church does do their that, own. Man. man, I hope you can. It's at 11:30 at, at night on July 3rd into Independence Day on July 4th. In the That's middle so of the night, cool. it's a pilgrimage, man. It's going to cost you money. It's going to be scary because there's thousands of people in D.C. at that time. They're going to be shooting fireworks off, which is So, somewhere in D.C. I'm over all that shit. Hopefully, though, I'm, I'm waiting on word um, whether or not we're going to get to use a little costume to do a little music show. And if that's true, I want you to come play. I'd love to. Because, you know, and play that be, song. It would be my privilege. Yeah, man. It would be my privilege to hear you. I'll be honest with you. Oh, uh, thanks, I, like, man. I love hearing you play. The... But I was standing there with one of the the gentlemen who keeps that preserves that piece of national history. And it's national. It's it's the history of America coming to spirituality. Oh, yeah. It's a building that signifies that war isn't the answer. And so we start out at, at George Washington on a war horse, and you look up at the cathedral and there's Mary and Jesus on donkeys. Mm-hmm. And it's not Mary and Jesus and George Washington that's the focal point. Right. It's the difference between the horse and and the donkeys right and what that pride signifies in hi- history oh so much pride I mean, and prejudice yeah man so much there yeah. and and i've had to watch that being a, a married man of 20 something years we've watched pride and prejudice a few of course times. you have and, but i mean
1: this is the, the significance of those two words pride and prejudice yeah like seriously like that's what that's what it all is like yeah. i'm well, proud of who i
0: am and i want what you have well in the in the, in the, the rector guy says to me you know it was so hard for you to walk over here when you were in the military working at Walter Reed. Sure. But now maybe your injuries and everything prepared you to continue to be a chaplain to those who were out who, yeah. who are now veterans who no longer who are still warriors but no longer have a war to fight. And maybe the greatest battle is just waking or, up in the morning.
1: Right. Or a doc or a door to knock on. Or
0: a door to knock on, yeah. Or somebody that comes like
1: because you can always tell, hey, listen, I'm gonna go see chaps, you i know, 'cause I'm I'm a little fucked up. I'm gonna go see chaps. Well And they'd be like, Well uh, do we need to call somebody No, I'm just gonna go see Chaps, I'll be cool. I'm just gonna go talk to Chaps, blah blah blah. Or you didn't tell anybody. You'd be like I oh, we got an appointment at I don't know, whatever and then go see chaps. You know,
0: so there's a door. There was always a door. Well, and now, we, we were just talking about that, how the reli- religious piece mm-hmm. has, like, seemed to have taken away the door on the civilian side. It has.
1: It has. Because the door's too unapproachable. Yeah, The door's too unapproachable. Like, it's you got to be too... You get, Like, the reality is, is that, you know, at the end of the day, like, I don't know, like, I, I he- I've heard stories of you know homeless people walking up to a church and somebody saying no you can't come in here because you need to go take a bath or you need to go wash yourself or whatever the reality is is that Jesus Christ sat in circles okay. of these people yeah. and that's what he created church from yeah like don't like we don't, are all
0: homeless yeah like we're uh, we're all beggars we're right. all and if you think about it you know I Jesus
1: always, did his best work with every sinner he ever crossed
0: yeah and I'm always talking about Build the kingdom, not the castle. Because all the, the the if I may be so vulgar, all the good shit of your life is still shit. Mm-hmm. You even even your good works and your good deeds, Paul says they're scuba, which in Greek is shit. Shit. And right. and so like you don't take it with you, man. Like how do you so how do you approach Christ? And then who how do we now as veterans, how do we find Somebody that has that Christological hope hmm How do you find another person that you look in their eyes and you see? Hey, here's somebody that cares and here's somebody that loves me and here's somebody that would would give up and and as your thing says yeah. sacrifice no for sacrifice me Yeah. And um, and I think that's you know, that's, that's what we're doing way, so by building vet church That's what we're doing by loving one another. That's what we're doing by you know, I'm driving around the country not not to be the guy. I'm driving around the country to inspire you to be the guy. And and if <laughs> I go back through this and Brandon and Andy and Dean and, and Chris Hempel and...
1: Listen, I'm going to tell I, you, like, you're I, the guy. You're the guy.
0: You just don't realize it. But, but we We're all the guys. We're all the guys. Yeah, we're, we're all, all the guys. girls. We're all... We're all, like, all it's this, it's, 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 it, We're not talking about... Thank you for joining us for this Vet Church Podcast. To learn more about VetChurch, visit www.vetchurch.com.